0: nor myself are in any way mental health professionals so if you're not in a good place then i strongly advise that you seek out professional help these conversations are unfiltered and they are not for sensitive ears we talk drugs sex alcohol religion medicating alternative therapy suicide mental health aliens and witches in season one of this podcast i talk to a lot of actors we often mention pilots now for those of you who are not in the industry a pilot is the first episode of a tv series and off the back of the pilot the hope is that it gets picked up by a major network and becomes a massive hit a huge thanks to all my guests for being so vulnerable and for sharing so much i gained so many lessons and tokens that i can apply to my own life and i hope that you guys do too I also want to put it on record that I am a chronic accent mimicker, so please note that in the wake of this podcast, I am adding that to the long list of things I need to work on. In this episode, I talk to Eden Sher. Now, you will probably know her as Sue Heck from The Middle. She's also been on Jane the Virgin. I love her dearly. And I love this episode because Eden opens up about her bipolar and not only her journey with it, but how we can all be better dealing with mental illness, whether it's for ourselves or a friend or a family member as well. I love her. She's one of the good ones. This is Pretty Depressed with Eden. I wanted to start by complimenting each other because then it makes us uh, feel really safe. And I have so many nice things to say about you. And I think it comes down to, honestly, my heart has been pretty broken since our pilot didn't go ahead. And for many reasons, but I think the main reason for me for this project, because I've, I've done other pilots that haven't gone ahead. Um, the group of people led by you was such a gift in my life that I think that my heart broke because I wanted nothing more than to spend the next decade with these amazing people led led by you. Like you... Are so such a big energy, and you're so honest and so authentically yourself, and so confident in this whole craziness that we're doing. That to have a leader who made everybody feel included, you invited me for lunch in your trailer when you could have easily been like, fuck off people. <laughs> um, but just. That, I think—and I'm so glad you're sitting here because I want, obviously want to continue doing life with you, but just to be in your life for a little bit, that's why my heart broke, because I just want to be in your life every day.
1: Oh, my God. (sighs) I— How do you follow that? You don't have to follow that. No, I don't need I know. that And I'm just and like, I, knew- I hope that you know that. It's almost like a reverse, not a reverse thing. It's like when someone compliments you and you feel the exact same way and then you want to make sure that it's not coming off like I'm trying to reciprocate no. for you. Like I genuinely, I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm quelling. I'm like tearing up. I'm like, is that your goal? Was that your goal to make me cry within the first five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, not at all. No. Just that- because everything you're saying was exactly like... Um, I just bumped my knee in the middle. There. You
0: can make other sounds. We're not <laughs> precious here. You're a human being sitting in a chair. <laughs> sounds will happen. Uh,
1: I was I was equally heartbroken for for um similar reasons. Of like a few added different things, but it really was uh, <clears throat> everyone was so special, so special, and I thought I had had a good experience on other jobs and I had known and I, I did it doesn't take away from that um, but the, like you said the experience um, the like The chemistry, the chemistry with all of us and the just, it's so funny you say, that. oh, I could have not invited you in my trailer. It could have been whatever. I was just like, I just need to, I need to feel cooler. So I need to to invite these cooler people into my trailer. (laughs) I need to have like absorb their energy in some capacity because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And I think I'm, I have no idea if I'm, and uh, I have no idea if I'm good. So then when it, Something for me, like, when it didn't go, it was also like, oh, this was such a shoe in that it must have been me. Like, it was so—like, there's nothing—like, this was such a—everyone was saying, like, this is a formality. Of course it's going to get picked up. That, like, what other reason could it be other than I completely fucked up? But just to bring it back to you, you barely—we did, like— Objectively, I feel like on a soul level, subjectively, I've known you forever. But like on paper, we, we didn't know each other. Like we didn't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. And you just embraced everything. And like, if I was feeling even a second of insecurity, you immediately like it got so real so fast. And you were so it was immediately so safe. So, like, you are saying we should compliment each other so we feel safe. I've never felt anything other than just, like, a warm, warm embrace and an understanding. Thank you. And, yes, and so the—I thought I—to complete that sentence from before, I thought I had had a good special experience or, like, good experiences with cast before, but this was—I'm sure you know because you've worked a bunch. This is—it was incredibly unique, and it is—it's kind of a—it's a shame.
0: It is a shit. I mean, there are good things that will come for, and until we both get whatever that is coming to us, we're still probably. Well, I, I know I am in that chapter of like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's tough, and I think one of the there's many reasons why you're sitting across from me here today. But you know, this is all. It's almost coming up a year. And I still—it's a heartbreak for me, and I haven't gotten over it for that reason. And I don't know if that's parallel to you in any way or how you're doing. (laughs) It's really weird because uh, it's been kind of a roller
1: coaster of, Mm -hmm. like, when it immediately happened, it was, like, for two weeks, I was—I didn't think I—I had never been so uh, attached, attached to something. Like, I had never—I had to really— I'd really question—like, I can—you're right. I, I feel like I've learned over time to be confident and not put my identity in things, not put my identity in my work and stuff. <laughs> I'm but, looking at you like, sure, I mean, I know that, but I don't practice that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, I—this was—I felt like such a regressive—I felt like— All this work, all this like big talk about like it's just a job. It like just keep your not like keep your eye on the figurative prize. Keep your eye on the like I trust myself, Mm -hmm. I will be successful no matter what prize Mm -hmm. uh, that I didn't realize. Like oh, I'm a fuck. I'm in. Am I in? I was working for nine years. That's it's very easy to be like oh, I'm gonna do other things when it's actually happening in real time. So. Then it just continued. I was like, oh, I felt so lucky and I knew I was lucky, but I never, uh, I didn't realize how much I had really put my identity in having a job. And so the first two weeks I was, I was heartbroken. I was crying every day and I was like, cause I had, I'll be honest, I'll I'll here, real talk. I didn't want to do the spinoff at first. I was like, nope, no, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Did nine years of it. I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. But well, when you've done a character for nine years, you're like, what am I? Yeah, Exactly. I feel like I put it to bed. Like, like, let's be respectful to the character that I'm very, that I thought, you know, I did a good job, but it was a good experience. And now I'm on to other things. Mm-hmm. And then through months of, months and months mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of deal making and talking through and weighing out the pros and cons and, like, really, really discussing what the show would be tonally and, like, how much uh, influence or how much uh, creative, you know, not control, but just input. Influence. Input, yes. Yeah. I would have. Then I felt okay with—I was like, oh, you know what? This is, this is good. This is going to be different. And— this will feel different enough. And this is like – it feels it feels like I, – I really made peace with, like, this is a new venture. Mm-hmm. This is going to feel like the next natural step. And then I – like, right then, I was like, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> and then right then, they were like, just kidding. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was – I don't remember where I was going. But so it was tough. And then, and then after that, I was like, you know what? No. This is actually good. Now I can – all those feelings I forgot all of those feelings I was feeling before about being apprehensive about it they still count I mm-hmm. forgot about them because I got so invested in it but you know what this is really good and then like so like a month of that and then like two months of that and then month three I was like oh I'm never gonna work again oh I see I missed out on pilot season nobody wants me now I'm literally I'm literally talentless I will never work again and then it was like then I finally, like, I, I just felt like, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to pick myself back up, and I'm going to take this hobby. And you know what? It's not about work. I'm going to, like, I love, you know, I should do my drawings. Mm-hmm. Like, I started drawing a bunch more, and then I started composting, which I'm still obsessed with. Yeah, I,
0: I want to dive in on that, too. <laughs> Don't let me not come back to composting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm truly though I could talk about it for hours. Let's Great. not talk about mental health. Let me tell you how to what solve your
0: mental health with composting. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's honestly
1: very yeah, meditative. So like, within a month or two or that, and then, and then it just was like, then after eight months, I would like it would come up. Something came up on my like, it, you know, it, maybe it was more than that. It was like exactly a year. It was like September.
0: Uh, I think it was October. Yeah, around then. Sure, uh,
1: sure, sure. It came up on, like, my memories, on, like, Google oh, Photos. Oh, great. Thanks, yeah. It was like, okay. one year ago today, <laughs> you're on set. i <laughs> yeah. a huge star. Yep, yeah. yep. Anyway, I was so jubilant and, like, optimistic. I'd never had to, i didn't even have a doubt. It wasn't even, like, a doubt in my mind. This is so my employment great. for the next decade. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Who I else like, wants a house? Let's
0: <laughs> do this, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and it was— yeah, it was kind of—it just—it was just little things that would constantly remind me of, like, still haven't worked, really. Still haven't done that. Yeah. And it's it's just—and um, and it's like, well, you know, I've been writing a bunch, and there have been—some things have— it's just so you realize how rare it is for something to materialize in a tangible way. Because mm-hmm. it's like, no, I have been working. I've been working on like, yeah, I've been writing a bunch. I've been developing stuff. And there's been a lot of taking a lot of meetings. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing. It's then you go home and nothing's
0: happened. And so people are like, what are you up to? And it's like, well, nothing, I guess. <laughs> Which is not true. It's just obviously your own judgment, because I feel like that, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where uh, I'm assuming you're your toughest critic, because I'm for sure mine. Oh, but yeah, yes. when you don't have something tangible, it's like, you know, I've done five pilots, and people are like, what have you done? It's like, well, I've almost done five yeah. holes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I got cast in them, it just yeah. for no fault of my own. They didn't go.
1: And it's yeah. like, cool, we never saw it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There have been like three pilots that I didn't even shoot, but have been like, I got extremely close. Yeah. And then they, with all of them, they were like, you just don't look. Well, that's the problem. There are no rules for like, Cause I don't look really my age. I look like a little bit younger, but I'm not a teenager. I can't really play teenage anymore. It's like 22, 23. Sure. Not a lot. It's usually it's always like 28 to 33, and what they're really looking for is like 36. Yeah. <laughs> like and everyone yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. always like, she just didn't quite look old enough, or didn't quite whatever. We can't believe that she would have children. Oh, we can't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I get. Sure. Which I get. But again, it's like, what have you been doing? It's like, I don't know. I've I've almost. I've, been, I've almost. almost-
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I'm right there with you. So it is a bit of a mind fuck. Now, something I want to talk to you about is mental health. And one of the reasons is it was actually one of the first conversations we had. And mainly because my pivot in the time that we've spoken of me being like, yeah, no, I'm fine. (laughs) And you, you know, talking to me about like, hey, it's something that you've struggled with. And then me being like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like. How you conduct yourself, like, not that you should hide anything, but I just would never know in terms of like what maybe what you're battling. And then, you know, to find myself a few months later, they're like, no, you do too. And my, oh, I was like in denial because these thought patterns have been around for a long time. I just thought because I'm a happy person that I'm not depressed. And they're like, no, it's your thoughts that are really problematic, like on the scale, I'm well down and severely depressed. And I was like, oh, that's so curious. Totally. It's also really
1: hard, I think, when you're a, a smart, uh, a smart, clear, like independent and um, funny person. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to logic your way out of feeling something. It's very yeah. easy to say to first of all, to, to laugh at it, or to be like, Oh yeah, i I guess I've had that thought of I hate myself. Oh, and yeah, then whatever. everyone erupts in laughter <laughs> yeah. and like, ha ha, ha ha and you're like, It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And when you're I feel like when you're very smart, uh, there, it's actually a really deadly combination being very smart and very emotional mm-hmm. because you would feel something so extremely and then immediately say, oh, well, I can control that, though. And it, it doesn't – I don't really – also, like, I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't because – and nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong, so I shouldn't, so I won't. Mm-hmm. And then you just say you won't. You feel – you genuinely – it is weird realizing what denial is. It's kind of like you think – When you're consciously suppressing something, it's so different from genuine denial. You don't know. You really don't know.
0: (laughs) I really didn't. Even when she was like, well, you're severely depressed. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember the first conversation I had. I was I
1: went into therapy for the first time in. Okay, I'm going to do a funny aside. You and can do a funny aside, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, just to- and everyone will be like,
0: she's denying.
1: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, humor again. Tears of a clown. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, this is just to justify why I didn't go to therapy for so many years. Okay. Um, So, my dad died when I was seven. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like a good mother, <clears throat> like a newly single mother of three, um, was— uh. Was uh, knew she had to put her kids in therapy. So she was like, oh, okay, I'm going to put all my kids in therapy. And I was this, you know, very angry, <laughs> very, 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 very smart, I will say. Yeah, and I'm definitely. Like, I'm still smart, but I was like, I feel like everyone caught up to me. Like, I was like really smart. Uh, and then, I don't know. Um, But uh, just I just hated everyone. And I was like, I can control it. And I'm like, I'm not a child. And so I w- went into therapy and refused to open up, refused to... To say anything, also the therapist was a middle-aged white man, which is triggering—the wh- exact for, yeah. make and model of my father. Great. Um, so I hated it, and then after a couple months, I finally I was like, "This isn't going away." So fine, I'll tell you my fucking what. What do you want to know? I'm sad. I'm not having a daddy. Fine. <laughs> so I did that, and literally, I I can. I mean, I guess you rewrite history a little bit, but I want to say a week after, like. Uh, one week on, like, the tu- the- Tuesday was therapy. On the Tuesday, I was like, I'm going to open up now. The next Tuesday, I found out we're not going to doctor whatever. Um, he died of a heart attack.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: <laughs> so right when I was going to open up, he died too. And so that's when I was like, oh, I'm never talking to anybody. No, fuck therapy. Fuck all of this. I'm fine. Yeah. So for years, I didn't go to therapy. And then finally, I was like, it's, it's this is
0: unmanageable. This is not. Did someone encourage you to do it, or you just felt compelled? You are like, eh, I am having need some help.
1: I don't. I, I did it myself, mm-hmm. but okay. I will never be able to replicate. I have no idea what happened in that moment. That because I just didn't. I was like, I pro- I'm smart enough to know, like, I should probably go to therapy, and like, therapy is good and whatever. But I don't know what came over me. I'm so grateful mm. for whatever mm-hmm. m- muse, I don't know, some force that just like made me actually do it. Mm. Maybe there was an outside force that I'm not giving credit to, but I did it. Shout out and yeah, <laughs> shout out to anonymous to not to someone I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, some someone out listening there, is there or like
0: oh. whatever. Going <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: Um, thanks a lot. <laughs> um, so I went to therapy, and she was like, um. Have you ever been diagnosed with bipolar disorder? And I was like, no. She was like, "Okay, uh does mental illness run in your family?" And I was like, "Uh I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Oh, cuz my all oh, everyone on my dad's side is uh depressed and schizophrenic and bipolar. You mean that? I don't give a shit. That's not me.
0: <laughs> I'm my own person.
1: I'm my own person. I'm I'm smart. I can do It doesn't matter. It's not it's not like debilitating. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This rage, these temper everything, it's gotten me to where I am today. So, with you. Probably true. Very true. It yeah. is it is true. Yeah. So, grateful for that. But I was like, okay, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. She was like, I'm just going to refer you to a psychiatrist. You can talk. You don't have to do anything. I'm just going to send you the whatever, the sure. whatever. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just see. Like, she's going to tell me like, oh, that's not true. You just need. You're an uh, actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and I was so resistant. I was like, I don't want to go on antidepressants. I can't go on SSRIs because uh, my job is to emote and mm. I can't, I can't. And this is already when I was like on the middle. So I was like, my job literally, like I'm employed right now and I have to emote. So don't
0: mute me. Yeah. And she, I went there and like, within, which is a big fear of people getting on meds. Yes. Because yeah. they're like, well, I couldn't possibly be an actor and not, I need to go into the basement when I want to go into the basement. Exactly. Right. And learning that that's a myth, like that's
1: bullshit. Mm. It's bullshit. It's not, especially if you do go on meds and then you feel numb. Uh, it's and the wrong meds. It's right? the wrong meds. You shouldn't be on it. So I went to the psychiatrist, and within ten minutes, she was like, "Has anyone ever? Or have you ever um, been diagnosed with bipolar disorder?" And I was like, like, "Did the lady email you?" Yeah, I was <laughs> she like, "She give oh. you a heads up." <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, fi- I was like, "I don't, I don't know." And she was like, "I'm just gonna." She like read me out of the what is it, the DSM or I okay, don't know. yeah. She was like, uh, she read me all of the like symptoms. She was like, "There's this and this, and if you have." Like it seems like you're having bouts of mania, and then when you're telling me that you if you have like two weeks where you're sleeping fourteen hours a day that that sounds like depression mm-hmm. and I was like I was just I was a growing girl I went through puberty really late it's like a puberty thing, you mm-hmm. know yeah, because I was like twenty two science lady yeah heard of it doctor yeah <laughs> yeah oh, some doctor <laughs> quotes um and I find she was like i'm gonna I was like, I, I told her the whole deal about SSRIs. She was like, "That's mm-hmm. fine. Honestly, I don't think you need them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You're right. I don't think you need those. I think." And she prescribed me with this mood stabilizer, Lamictal. Happily say it. If it's a great, if it is also weirdly prescribed for epilepsy, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me because it's a stabilizer. And mm-hmm. my biggest thing was these. Uh, like sponta- seeming spontaneous eruptions into like rage, where I would have to like punch something, and
0: literally like I would never hurt. So myself. when someone was like bipolar, you weren't you weren't going oh flashback flashback data for that, or maybe did that come later? It kind of did. So when she's in the room saying this is this, she's just describing. Yeah, okay, got it. And
1: I was like, uh, no. And then it did, yes. it, it was, no, like, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was like within every, it's like, I would say like, that's not it. And then uncontrollably have like flashback be like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. shit, that is, I guess I did. I guess I do like, oh, my whole life, my entire life. Mm. And then also just thinking of like my entire dad's side of the family of all being, yeah, extreme, we just called them crazy. We're like, oh, the crazy side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, finally I was like. You know, she was like, "I'm going to write your prescription. You don't have to fill it. But if you I'm just going to write it for you." And again, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm actually I'm in a horrible place. I'm horrible. I can't I can't break another computer." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cuz I'm not that rich. Yeah. So, I'm just going to try it. And I it just You know, the first couple weeks were a little shaky cuz you have to like wing your you have to like get sure. the right dosage or whatever. But It was like I didn't realize how—it was—I knew something had changed when I felt a trigger, and normally what would have happened was, like, a temper tantrum. Like, adult temper tantrums are not— funny they're not
0: funny kid Mm -hmm. temper tantrums aren't funny either but they're like oh god oh it's just three and just screaming. can you can you just because uh i'm curious and to speak to it how you would what what is a temp does a temper term literally mean like punching a wall like uncontrollable you only see red and would it be triggered from something that would warrant any response no okay absolutely so it's not like someone's like eden you're you can't act you horrible woman Yeah, that would mean I'd be like, sure, you can punch a wall for that. Totally.
1: No, this would be like my sock was wrinkled. My sock was wrinkled on my ankle. And because I've always been – probably had a a little – I've gotten over it when I was especially a kid, a little OCD. Sure. And I couldn't have like socks that wrinkled on my ankle. If you Uh. touched in a certain way, like, again, it would just be like throwing my shoes off, being like, I can't leave. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave the house. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna tear everything off and I'm gonna scratch my ankles and I'm gonna I'm gonna This is it! This is this is the end. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, twenty minutes later, after like <laughs> I'd have to like Exhaust yourself, yeah. Exhaust myself and feel terribly remorseful and then I would go on with my day. But it'd be something like that as an adult where I'd kick at accident It's like if you stub your toe and you're like, ugh, oh, and you feel like angry, kind of at your toe or at the wall, but mm-hmm. it goes away, it's like ugh, and then it's done. This would be like I would Literally, and I, I talked about this with my other friend. We're like, oh, my God, I've never talked about it. I, as an adult, I never, like, actually described it like this. I would, like, it was, like, I would look like, white out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite a blackout. It was, like, I just wouldn't. It was, like, all of a sudden I wasn't in my body and this was, it was just a different person. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't remember it. I wouldn't remember some of it, but I had to remember it because it was, like, well, how is my computer broken on the ground now? I've taken it and, okay. oh, right. So... Um, so something had happened. I think I literally, I like kicked my dog's water bowl a little and there was, I was in a rush and water spilled a little bit on the ground. And I remember normally I'd be like, my, my like shoulders, my, like my fists started to sort of clench and I was able to like see it from a top, mm. see it from me like, whoa, wait, hold on. <laughs> All that happened was there's a little water on the ground now. Yeah. Maybe you don't need to just, look, take a breath. Yeah, I feel like I I had always heard, like, take a breath, count to ten, put some water on your face. And I was always like, fuck that. You don't (laughs) understand. I don't care about water. Water will evaporate with my rage. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I was able to take a breath. Wow. And I remember feeling like, Oh. oh, it's not. And I realized, oh, the medication is not, it's not making me better. It's like giving me a ground to
0: stand on. Great.
1: And so that's
0: and now I've 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 been on does it for a while. Does now. it come in in waves? And excuse my ignorance, because bipolar is personally I haven't experienced it. So it's like really amazing hearing you talk about it because I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense, and and why it is important to to medicate on it just for your for your own safety and sanity as well to like be able to step away from something. Yep. What? Um, oh, I completely lost my tangent. Or is it like what yeah. what the ground is yeah or no or like what the what the actual like day-to-day like trajectory of yeah like so where yeah cute and does it flare up Are you like oh i have not been exercising or whatever so i'm a different level or totally so it's constant kind of balancing act yes okay there would be i feel like i would have it wasn't always like a
1: a week of um, like spikes, if we could. It yeah, it wasn't was always. Sometimes I was like, fine. I'd be mm-hmm. fine for like two weeks or something. I genuinely actually fine. I wasn't like, I'm fine. I was like, I actually was, I'd be a, th- or I'd be a, mm-hmm. you know, a living person in the world and not breaking computers. I would just be able to be like, oh, okay. Um, but it would be like, yeah, like a few weeks. It was never, I can't remember that there's like a difference because there's like acute, acute where it's like more rapid mm-hmm. and then there's like it's like there people could like for months be depressed or have a bout of some kind of mania and i mine never lasted more than like uh more than a few weeks mm-hmm. i remember in high school i in high school and then again in my again in my like early 20s it was like i was like um I couldn't do anything. I was lucky because in my 20s I was working, so I had to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I was forced to. But if I had, if I had my druthers, yeah, I would have truly stayed in bed for 14-16 hours. Wow. Well, yeah. So, it was like weeks of that and then just yeah, being like, "Oh my god, no, I feel better." Mm -hmm. I feel totally better. I need to reorganize my entire house. Mm -hmm. And then I would stub my toe doing, doing, moving my couch on my own because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm strong. It's Mm -hmm. fine. I don't need anyone. I'm just going to move my entire, you know, 300 pound couch. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I would do it and I would stub my toe and then I would, I would tear the cushions out because I would be so angry and I would blast. Sometimes that would be like, that would be that, the most, that was like two, there'd be months of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And luckily, again, I'm smart enough to, like—I remember talking about this with, with Patty, Patricia Heaton, because mm-hmm. she also has talked about—she mm-hmm. she, she was severely depressed for a while. And I'm not going to—I don't want to share her. I don't know. No, but
0: that's but, public. Yeah, I mean, that's out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, ho- I hope—she's she, pretty open mm-hmm. about it now. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about it, and she, I was opening up to her, and she was like, that's insane. I— This was like on the middle. This was during that. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, yes. She was like,
0: you're a very, very good actor then, because I never would have. Well, I think that was kind of my original point. Like, not that anyone should ever be surprised when someone's like, oh, I'm going through this. Your initial reaction, being on the other side of it, it's not. But you're so da 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 means like you're not valid. Like, (laughs) yes, exactly. So I. I guess that's why I was trepidatious in my wording of like, but I really genuinely was like, oh, that's curious from like, I had worked with some other people. And that was kind of where the conversation started from is like, I had worked with some people who are bipolar, who don't medicate and was in the wake of a mania that was ultimately really destructive for me as well. And I think that's where I kind of was coming to you being like I don't know what to do in this situation You're like well funny enough I'm bipolar too And I was like well that seems strange Because you're not the what I You can logically look at a situation yeah. So Yeah I, I guess I'm curious Of of do you still Even with medication still have Big spikes or can Do you have a way of like When you're living with something for a long time That you go oh I'm starting To feel something bubble
1: yeah. And uh, I
0: need to do X, Y, and Z.
1: Yes. Uh, much more. I will say, uh, in addition to medication, a real, real important tool is therapy.
0: <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's uh, across the board
1: that we should all be in yes. therapy. Yeah. I think, like, if you're going to medicate, it has to be, like, a combination of medication and therapy. Because you and have exercise? To, and, def, I mean, I never thought, I am a, and I did Pilates this morning, I am an avid an exerciser, I can't like. You, yes, it definitely gets worse if I'm not working out pretty much every day. But just because I also had so much energy, mm-hmm. like even when I even when I was depressed, it would. I'd still have so much energy, and exercise definitely helps. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of. A lot of people are like, exercise. It'll like you know what? I think you need to exercise. Trust me, it'll work. It releases endorphins and it releases energy. Like, do it. And I'm always like, fuck you. It's not just exercising. It does help. It definitely helps. But it's not. It's not a cure-all. Like, Mm. you can't. No.
0: And now, a brief message from our sponsor. Stop scrolling and download Best Fiends. It's much better for you. It's super fun. You collect tons of cute characters and solve thousands of puzzles. So you can engage your brain with something positive that is addicting in all the right ways. So get rid of other boring puzzle games that take up space and download Best Fiends for free. So join the community of millions who are already playing Best Fiends. It's the only mobile game that you need. Best Fiends. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Is there an... Maybe you can educate all of us here in this instance. If you're... If you're a smart, logical person who is medicated, who has bipolar, are you always aware of how you're acting? So, and I want to say no, but yes. I mean, we all, like, even in hindsight, like, I can say, like, oh, I was tired. That's why I freaked out about this or whatever. Like, do you have that uh, lens on things or does bipolar, does that kind of, like, stir that narrative a little bit? No, I definitely, I will say I pretty much uh, 97% of the time. And I guess I'm trying lines. to remove a stigma of it shouldn't be a deterrent. <clears throat> it shouldn't be like, oh, I don't want to date this person or do that. And that's kind of what I'm trying to break down. Like, because my And I'll fall on my sword here. I was like, oh, I wouldn't work for someone with bipolar because my example was someone who didn't medicate and who would act in a way that would hurt me ultimately. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to. Just be wary of my interactions with people with this mental illness, which is so not OK. And thank you for coming into my life. Totally. To take that on. Yeah. I, I will say, though, because <clears throat> I've come
1: into contact with um, with the, those people also, and I firmly, obviously, don't think— I. It's very harmful to say like, ugh, because it it is the like psycho, like crazy, not going to touch it. But I will say I wouldn't I wouldn't put myself in a position uh, because you can be very destructive. And I I was kind of destructive to other people in my life. I think about like my relationships, my like romantic relationships. And it was I was horrible, horrible. And I was in toxic relationships, but I was feeding off of it. And Mm. I was Horrible. Um, I wouldn't engage in that relationship either. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be because it wouldn't be judgy of like, oh my God, like, or like medicate yourself, go on your, you're off your meds. Mm-hmm. I'd feel extreme. I'd want like to help them and I would feel sympathy and I, right. but that is, I don't think you need to necessarily be like, yeah, let me, let me take on a lot of jobs with a lot of uh, manic, unmedicated uh, people with bipolar. I I would say that. I don't think that's removing the stigma is different from uh, uh put it, being like forcing yourself to put yourself in like dangerous situations
0: right i guess what i'm say what i was trying to lean in on is like just because someone identifies or, or has bipolar that doesn't mean that their behavior is going to be that way like there are obviously different colors of it and medication is a, as you're saying like A big player in having them have levels and more of an outward observation is kind of what I'm saying. So you're a capable human being who has an observation of like, oh, if you did act in a certain way, you would come to ground level at some point and go like, hey, that was a bit nuts, rather than just staying. Totally. And honestly, I actually, I will say, I I don't, or I haven't,
1: since I've really, maybe like a few times, I feel like my my fiance Nick would venture to say that there have been a couple times where I have had a little explosion, and it's I've not exploded. Been.
0: Like that's also humans. It, totally, at some level you have to, yeah.
1: But there is no. I've never. Yes, I have never actually not been able to say uh, you. Usually it's, I've not been able, I I can, I'll feel it bubbling or I'll feel something happening and I will, I know I have the tools to breathe or step aside and know what's happening and not take it out on other people. And if I do accidentally, if it's like, I'll explode at your, like, whatever, I'll kick something, I don't know, scream, pound my fists against the floor. I definitely have the awareness to say, to take, to apologize and, uh, Confront why in that moment it happened and work on it. Mm-hmm. I have. I, I definitely. I don't want to say like, I'm perfect now. I know how to work on myself, but <coughs> no, I know. But it's. I don't want people to be on. I feel like even my friends would say like after after I. <clears throat> oh my God, sorry. My throat is like killing me. Um, my friends. After, uh, after I sort of like started healing, I started like being better. They would say, like, they were on edge around me because it's that feeling of like, you don't want to be around, you don't know how someone's going to react, you don't know how it's going to happen, you don't know what, and you don't know who they're going to be day to day. Mm-hmm. I and they were like, it was, it was scary sometimes trying to be around you. And I was like, wow, thank God you stuck around. <laughs> like, geez, you really are good friends. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. I don't know where i was well i i think it's this idea of like what what would you and this would be helpful for people uh i I would imagine certainly helpful to me what would you rather the conversation be like what what could someone say to you or ask that you feel more comfortable and they feel more comfortable around it i'm not sure i give me give me an example like so my big thing is like i rather than solution-based if i'm reaching out which has been very difficult for me to do and ask for help will be like, I'm not feeling great, is my usual response from the people I care about and community is solution based things like take a nap, go for a walk, go see the water. Right. Right. And I'm like, that to me has now become a trigger because I'm like, I'm actually reaching out for help from you, not that I want you to tell me what to do. Like, I just want you to maybe ask more questions so that I feel more comfortable rather than by you telling me a solution, I feel like you're dismissing me, which is, they're all wonderful people. I'm just trying to help and help listeners, like whether you're dating someone, whether you are someone of like, if we can all be like, oh, what does that look like? So I'm guessing curious to you of what you would like to receive that would help alleviate it a little bit. Totally. I think you... I I think it's a universal I was gonna say you nailed it. Yeah. And
1: it's sort of if anyone's having just extreme emotions, it is solutions are not are not what you're asking for. I think yeah, the questions and honestly for for me, like in my relationship now, my Nick knows if I am having any sort of like uh extreme anything, just to I just wanna be just let me do it. Let me have it. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. This isn't about you. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not about you. And I don't want you to. Yeah. If I'm crying about something, don't I don't want you to say like it. Yes, it's okay. Just do this. I, I just want to sort of just want to hear like, yeah, that must be really hard. And tell me why. Like, let's talk about why that feels extremely hard. Why does that feel so and, and sort of getting to the point of like, it's not actually like it's it's okay. without dismissing it. Just be like you're going to be OK without just without first jumping to like it's you're going to be OK. Mm-hmm. Just like, let's talk well, about what you're this, an actor, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely just not just asking, s- saying because i OK. I feel like the fear a lot of the time of like reaching out is
0: like thinking you're going to burden someone. So that's been my thing. So I kind of did like a I wrote a long message mm-hmm. and I sent it to a few people like because it was hard for me to write. And, you know, it was kind of met with some solution based stuff. But it was very hard for me to reach out because I was met with. All all I wanted was to feel like people were like, can I, I, if they were like, can I come to you? Can I order food? Like anything that I think that I would have done, I wasn't, and I'm not poo-pooing on my friend group. It's just a knowledge of it all. It's like when you reach out and you're like, I'm not doing good and you're not met with was which was very hard for me. Not met with like, oh, why is that? Or can I help? Or give you a call? Or anything that I would have done, which were more action based things of digging in deeper or like let's live in it for a bit. Yeah, I was like really, I, I was left more isolated because I had tried and people had been like, da 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 da. Here's a laundry list of shit you could do, and I was like, oh. Did you
1: feel like maybe then, like, were their responses sort of, uh, uh, like? <clears throat> The underlying thing was, ooh, that, like, you're going to burden me. (coughs) Excuse me. You're fine. Oh, my God. Uh, Like, if I dig deeper, like, you're going to burden me with with your sadness. So here are just some solutions. Do that. Is that what it felt like? Kind of. It- I
0: think it's burdensome. I think it's that I'm a happy, capable person that I also had created a narrative or continue to create a narrative that people need me to be fine because I'm the light and joy in their life. That's and right. so by <laughs> me even exposing I'm not, it's like it makes everybody uncomfortable. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I'm the fun, happy friend who's like, or I'm s- fine. You're fine. Let's, let's, uh, let's up. you know, yeah, let's have fun. Like, let's live a life. Like, I don't know. And And so to be like, I'm not okay. And then be met with solutions. I was like, oh, I'm making everyone uncomfortable by saying I'm not okay. So I'll just deal with it myself. And then I further isolate myself. And it did you was maybe part like, because now I'm just curious like, uh,
1: do you think, like looking back on it, do you think that, um, wait, sorry, what was the thing you just said about the feeling um, more isolated? No, no,
0: (sighs) asking people for,
1: like the one,
0: (sighs) what great thing? Can we do a rewind? (laughs) I'm already my brain uh, oh, already creating in a like and then that I need to be their light and their joy. Oh, I don't God. know. What it, oh, listeners God. are like yelling. This They're is like, crazy. She yeah, said yeah, this. You're no, just that's okay. Uh, we're very in the moment. No, I literally had a question to
1: something you responded, and then oh, this is crazy. No, that I this need is, to
0: be their oh, light, oh, maybe, oh, or something, or that I feel an obligation or like burden. Oh, projecting. Did you okay, feel like yeah, you yeah. were? Uh, did you feel like? Did you feel like
1: mm-hmm. it was genuinely or? Uh, They were genuinely, um, uh... Burdened? Yeah, I guess. Or were you projecting your own, like, oh... Yeah, were you projecting that message underneath it?
0: Um, I don't know the answer to that, because I don't think I've dived in enough with those people. I think my general... It's a projection that I've been yet to prove wrong on, I guess, is that would be my assumption. That, like... I be. But I love and I I identify as walking in a room and making it brighter and lighter and more fun. So I'm already in this own struggle of like by asking for help, I'm revealing a side of myself that I don't even like or I'm comfortable with and asking you to help with it. And then you feel like you I'm picking up that you don't want to help with it. So I'm like, just kidding. We're going back to the. Right, right, right. So then I. Yeah. Do you feel like if someone uh, like what
1: kind of because my first reaction was like. <clears throat> It's not quite solution oriented, but it is a little bit you sort of have to walk a fine line with like my first reaction would be like, uh, uh, don't. Don't like it. Sounds like you're really putting your identity, like your identity is this. You,
0: you're, you're, it's in the narrative. You're, you're writing a story about what Kim, Kim Crestman is. Well, because it's my favorite version of myself. So I lean into the favorite version of myself is like with a camera, with a microphone, like having fun because I'm the most present. Right. The version of myself that's, it feels self indulgent is the one who is depressed or so it's like I'm trying to live this duality of like love myself fully and I'm like yeah but I don't right and I almost need validation of someone else to be like we love that side of you but all I'm getting is an echo of like
1: what totally I feel like the biggest thing that and it was not easy it's just and I'm 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 sure you've heard this already but the like the concept of not putting value judgment on any given emotion or moment. Just when you're when you're really happy and you are the light, the the, the joy, Kim. You're sort of assigning value to it, and that's good. And then if it's if you're sad, it's bad. And so, just and I remember my therapist telling me this: of it's just all. Let's just live in it in that moment and not put your not right, not be in the story of you in that moment. Mm. And once, and I like understood, I was like, oh, That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, I understand it logically, but it just didn't resonate in my gut. And just the having that thought, just being conscious of if you are feeling low, feeling not a just not guilty about it. It just is. It's what's happening right now. And if you can somehow, if you can say to someone, you can always say to me, you know, you can always text me and be like, because you're never going to, you're not going to burden me. I promise. I'm like, that is one thing I have developed. I, I, I cause I use, as an actor, you know, you're probably hyper empathetic and you want to, the reason you want to solve people's problems is because you don't want, cause like you feel it and then you don't want to feel that. So, it,
0: and it becomes this like oh well, yeah, I'm a huge loop. empath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: for sure so so if you separate yourself you can have sympathy but i will not in that moment uh empathize Uh, maybe that's not the word it's like i can yeah it's sympathy but i I will not not burdening
0: you because you're like i'm not taking this on i'll Mm. just talk to you at that point well that's powerful yeah
1: yeah so if you if you feel like you can but even the safety other- to
0: know that that's that's a big part of it it's like i don't want to ruin my mom's day and make her worried about her baby living across the by being like i feel shit like <laughs> do you so, think that and that's what I'm saying, like you know these people well enough do you think that because sometimes i will say sometimes you actually are or
1: not you are but like they are not at the emotional level that they can handle that
0: yeah i think the You're right. It it probably is a projection. I think with my mother in particular, like I know she's always just so worried about me in the first place that I think this is where this cover up stemmed from is like all people in my family or in my close circle are dealing with so much more that I always like felt there was a currency involved. So it's like. Who am I to go and be like, I'm having a band dance? Then I would tell myself, it's like, you're a fucking actor living in America with a house and a car. Go fuck yourself. Like, and then I would just tell myself that narrative. And then I'm like, well, I'm guilty then from feeling and shameful for feeling shitty. And then you're right. It's like, rather than just being like, I feel shitty and that's fine. And the story ends there. That would be a great thing that I would aspire to have.
1: And I will say, it is even more something I've realized. It's kind of when you're like... I'm so fortunate. I'm so fortunate. I should not be feeling this. It's like there are people. There are people having real problems right now, and mm-hmm. it, this is this is not uh, this is just not important. Mm-hmm. The like the 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 deal that you're making of it actually is sort of because it, it is making it. Um, you're sort of I, mean, I guess you're unconsciously assigning it a lot of power, and then you are like it becomes this ball of like. You know, you are feeling more about this than you kind of have to, and maybe, and yeah, there are people now with realer problems than,
0: not realer, but more pressing, and yeah, they're life like, or death, or they're like, yeah, dealing it, with something that's not as yeah. It kind of feels like, or I, I
1: always want to say like, you're actually, or I'm actually, you know what. I'm not that special. Other people are
0: feeling this, too. I think that's it. It's like I need to, like, swing that pendulum. Why you? Look. I just—it took me so long to get to that very basic thought. <laughs> no, that makes—but that's really helpful. I haven't I haven't had it told to me like that, and that's that's been my biggest thing of, like, even self-care. I'm like, you dick. Like, mm-hmm. so I have such a judgment on things because I'm like, oh, I'm so privileged to be able to even have these emotions, and here I am. You know, whatever. So it's it's uh, I mean, my biggest fear with this is like this is self-indulgent. But yet I'm like, well, this has actually been my therapy because I wasn't doing OK by not talking to anybody. Yeah. So I've created because I'm a workaholic a situation in which I can have these conversations because I feel like they are helpful because heaven forbid there's someone out there like you or like me or that has someone like us in their community. It's like, oh, cool. Well, hopefully they've got some tools on how to make this um, better. My time with you is up and I'm sad about it because I love you dearly oh, and I could okay, talk to you so for so long. I hope I got some kind of points across. I you feel got, like- don't do that. Don't okay. now judge it. it was-
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to get in my car and, and I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I could
0: Why did I yeah. tell the sock story? Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It took me so, I was starting and stopping sentences the whole time. Did I even finish I one? <laughs> you did. You finished and I got a lot of tools out of it and I, th- I mean there were so many more things I want to talk to you about career-wise and stuff but I think it's all encompassing because we're doing this crazy thing we have to show up and like boil all this creativity into something but then we're left with it in our everyday lives when you don't have an outlet and you're like now i'm dealing with all of this and don't have any way to put it so yep. um and in our industry yeah. is literally like especially
1: in our position it's just uh it's like i'm saying like don't assign judgment to yourself like blah blah blah, blah. literally our job is to go into a room and say am i worthy <laughs> Do we have a job now? Let's bring do you some like more, me? more people in to see, yeah. to check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, um, I love you dearly. You're an absolute joy. Um. I'm glad that we went through heartbreak together. So, we've found ourselves here. I can justify it that way. Um. And forever will be sad until the time comes that I don't get to do every day of life with you. Because I feel like, I know actually that I would be a better person for it, because you are just so wonderful. Um, so thank you very much. I love you. I love you so much, Kim. Thank, thank you me. for having me. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of Pretty Depressed. A huge thanks to our executive producer, Kevin Connolly, and our amazing crew, Raul, Kevin, and Narod. And, of course, our sponsor, Best Fiends. Make sure you subscribe and give us a good rating so we can keep bringing you more epic chats in the future. And if you're on the gram, give us a follow at Pretty Depressed Podcast. Cheers.